Good morning, it's Tuesday, January 17th, and this is Slices of Wenatchee. We're excited to bring you a closer look at one of our top stories and other announcements every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Today, around 30 community members gathered Thursday to talk about the Confluence Parkway Environmental Assessment and Draft Individual Section 4F Evaluation. And later, in a Passing the Baton ceremony on January 21st, the Wenatchee River Institute will celebrate a change in leadership from outgoing Executive Director Carolyn Griffin Bugert to incoming Executive Director Kanush Terranello. Before we begin, join us tomorrow, January 18th at 8 a.m. for our Wenatchee World Forum at Pibus. It's an event you won't want to miss as we meet with our community's newest sports team, the Wenatchee Bighorns. For details, visit WenatcheeWorld.com. Also, the Wenatchee Community Concert Association is proud to announce their 2022-2023 concert season. Up next, Unchained Melodies with Jason Floyd Coleman showing on Sunday, March 12th, 2023 at 2 p.m. Visit WenatcheeConcerts.org for the full calendar of events. Now our feature story. Around 30 community members gathered Thursday to talk about the Confluence Parkway Project Environmental Assessment. Wenatchee Mayor Frank Kuntz said the turnout was great and that it was nice to hear from the community. The project is a 2.5-mile bypass with a new bridge over the Wenatchee River to provide the city with a new connection to Highway 297. The project would remove six acres along the railroad in Wenatchee Confluence State Park and a portion of the Horan Natural Area. In return, another six acres will be added along the southern border of the Horan Natural Area. Nine people spoke out about their concerns around possible environmental and Native American impacts of the project. Residents Randy Lewis and Mary Big Bull Lewis advised the council to reach out to their people for input on decision-making for the project since it's on an important and spiritual site. Lisa Foster also spoke out. She told the council she thinks the project in the Haran Natural Area will impact one of the only places in town where community members can easily access solitude in nature. And later, a man representing Earhart's Collision and Automotive Services said the underpass planned for McKittrick Street to allow access to the parkway will go through his business's driveway and that it will eliminate his and the nearby businesses. During the meeting, Mayor Kuntz said that, quote, This is a big, complicated project. You know, at the end of the day, our forefathers didn't leave us a lot of room for how to get out of this town going north and south. We're working the best we can to mitigate anything that we possibly can, but there's really no other good solutions for heading north. Before we continue, a special thanks to our friends and sponsors at Confluence Health. The team at Confluence Health is grateful for the trust the community puts in them every single day. They are diligently working to improve the health and quality of life of our friends and neighbors. They are grateful. They are Confluence Health. Learn more by visiting them at confluencehealth.com. Next, in a Passing the Baton ceremony on January 21st, the Wenatchee River Institute will celebrate a change of leadership from outgoing Executive Director Carolyn Griffin Bugert to incoming Executive Director Kanush Terranella. At the ceremony, board member Gro Buer will also be honored for contributions as a donor, volunteer, and board member for eight years. Terranella said Buer has pushed hard for the organization to serve the kids of the Lower Valley. He explained that Griffin Bugert, who has also administered programs serving low-income and minority students in the Wenatchee School District as grants coordinator, has created a great flywheel of youth education programs up and down the valley that he's excited to continue. Terranella grew up in Austin, Texas, and moved to Seattle in 2000. He ran a construction company in Seattle and then moved to Costa Rica for a few years and started a hotel that his family still runs. They returned to the Northwest in 2019 to raise their kids in Leavenworth. 
He became involved with the WRI as a parent when his son went to an outdoor rock climbing and geology camp and served on the board for three years before resigning to pursue the executive director position. He won the role after a lengthy public search. Terranella said, quote, I had a great deal of advantage being on the board. I understand the organization's needs and what the financial position is and how critical donors are. His long-term dream goal? To make sure the Wenatchee River Institute is a place that is meaningful to everyone who lives in the four-county region. WRI has an annual budget of about $750,000. There are currently nine employees and eight current board members, but they're always looking for new people who are excited about nature education. The next WRI Red Barn event will be at 7 p.m. on January 18th. The Mill Dam Rehabilitation and Recreation Improvement Project will have a hybrid in-person and online Zoom event to share the idea with the community and gather feedback that will help guide the direction of project development. Thanks for listening. For more information on all the stories you heard today, visit us at WenatcheeWorld.com. The Wenatchee World has been engaging, informing, and inspiring North Central Washington communities since 1905. We encourage you to subscribe today to keep your heart and mind connected to what matters most in North Central Washington. Thank you for starting your morning with us, and don't forget to tune in again on Thursday.